Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And it was a throwdown Thursday, but since the clock's getting ready to hit midnight, well, let's just go ahead and call this a freestyle Friday. We got a couple of games to get to and a little fun to have. We're going to see if we can contain this to a mini brew. We always say we're going to try that, and usually we fail gloriously. Uh, so we'll see. I'm already a Jack and Coke deep. I got a second one rolling, so who knows how this might play out. But anyway, we have uh, at least a game and a quarter to talk about. Sorry, Randy. So let's go ahead and get the party started. And you know what? First and foremost, I am going to bring in old Giggity Giles, but I think he needs a different intro track to uh, lead the way here because Lord knows if you're familiar with this song, mm, little Jimmy Buffett, number one, you needed some margaritas after that game. No doubt. <laughs> Facts. A little bit. Oh, Shannon, you know the deal. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> uh, no, there's definitely going to be some salt here, that's for damn sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's Bro. that damn referee's fault. <laughs> well, that yeah, was both games, all right? Yeah, the, the officiating was not the officiating was not great. That is that is left a lot to be desired. What? Uh, left a lot to be desired. Really? Yes, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and you know, you know what? That can be the banner you raise, man. Well, first of all, you can raise salt. That would be great. Uh, since you didn't get D'Amico Ryan's up there in Indy, but yeah, yeah, that's all right. Let's let's get him up in here, man. That's right. The one, the only, Shannon the Twitter Terminator MacGuffin. What up, brah? What the hell is Arce doing? Is he interviewing like every single coach available out there? I mean, I, it feels like every time I turn around, he's interviewing like another person. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe they're running into the Arizona Cardinals problem, where the speculation is people just don't want to go there. I don't know. Hey, look, if all else failed, you got Jeff Saturday, bro. Come on, be happy. No. No. You, you need that. To, I, you need that margarita more than I do, Shannon. If that's the I, case, if, oh, if, it, that, if that becomes the case, I may become a free agent in fandom. Is this just going to be the theme of the of the podcast? Yes. This Margaritaville. <laughs> I mean, Jim Irsey. Put it on endless loop, and we'll just just know. we're just going to talk over Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Salt. 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 Yeah. Salt. Is there an Ursa to blame? Uh, yes. There's always an Ursa to blame. (laughs) That's great. All right, so I got to tell you, you know, there was so much lead up, and we were so excited for the AFC and NFC Championship game. And at least, you know, Bengals-Chiefs ended up being compelling. I I won't say that it was a great game. I know some people are like, instant classic. I'm not going to go that far. It was compelling. It was interesting, uh, but marred by, you know, some issues. Officiating was sus in these games, and then 49ers Eagles, which I mean, God bless. I think everybody under the sun was really excited about that game and thought it was just going to be an incredible football game. However, it was going to play out, and you know, I mean, good for the Eagles, sure. But was that a was that a really enjoyable football game? No, uh, it's just such a shame. That Purdy got hurt. Uh, Randy, I got to ask you, point blank, what in the hell was the strategy 
that they were employing trying to block Hassan Reddick with a damn tight end? Honestly, I think it was just a blown assignment. I think he was supposed to have help and he didn't have help. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of what that I think that's what it's supposed to boil down to. Um needed and, help. Needed help. But it's I mean it's at this point it is what it is. Um it's it's frustrating because you have all these asshole Eagle fans, and we know what? there's plenty there's out asshole there. Asshole Eagle fans? What? You know, what you you know talking about, about how they're just gloating about the win, and I'm like, did you really win though? You pretty much once the quarterbacks were hurt, they it it was one dimensional, and I think the biggest thing that really frustrated the living hell out of me is, and and I know we talked about it in the chat, is like, you know, Devonte, you know, Devonte having that one catch no catch really you know just because and of course like you said there's times when they had that spot review like instantaneously like okay hold on a second this time they just you know they didn't bother doing it and shanahan was talking about how he just was like it looked like a catch to me i didn't want to lose a timeout that early in the game and so i understand him being cautious in that respect but I also can sit there and blame the upstairs when clearly they had angles of showing the ball moving well, when he went to the ground. The problem was is the one where they showed it came, like, way late. Yeah. I mean, look, kudos to Smith for getting up and doing his little knuckle bump and having the signal, like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And the onus is on Shanahan to challenge that. I mean, that was a gutsy – it was fourth and three. That was very brazen. That was very gutsy. Uh, and hurt scrambling to get off that sideline throw. And, I mean, it was for him to basically be going, you know, sideways, backwards, whatever, one hand, bring that in. I mean, it was an incredible almost catch, right? You right. know, but he, he lost that going to the ground. And, you know, we talked a lot about the officiating in general, but one of my huge grievances is this notion that the NFL, the league office, can kind of intervene right, and how selectively they do it. And to have a game of that magnitude, to have a play of that magnitude, is it smart of the Eagles to be like, hurry up, let's go, boom. Yeah, of course it is. Is the onus still on Shanahan to challenge it? Yes. But realistically, when you're talking about immediacy and impact, like the league would have all the camera angles, shouldn't they? I mean, they're this broadcast partners. They got their sky judge. I know they don't want to call it that, but their sky judge. You know, shouldn't they have that footage? And shouldn't they be able to say, whoa, whoa, hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just confirm that's a catch. That's what they do in the college game. Right. And, and I think it's reasonable. And, it, look, I, I know these are, you know, kind of rearview mirror nitpicks. And Lord knows how that game would have played out. I mean, you got a lot of things. I mean, really, at the end of the day, the Eagles open, the Purdy injury, the Josh Johnson fumble, and all the, all the, the party – bus of flags that were thrown on the 49ers on that uh Eagles touchdown drive to go up 14-7 and then the Josh Johnson fumble. I mean it, that that just that just did him in. But I I for the life of me, I I don't understand how you have something to make sure a call is right and you use it so selectively. And I I've heard I think Pereira was on with uh, a couple of people. Maybe this was from maybe I'm remembering a segment with uh, Rich Eisen, but we're talking about it, and it, you know they're sitting there talking about, oh, we want to get these things right, but we don't want to interfere, and there's this t this time component, and it's like I I hear that, but if you have the technology to do it, you know, if you need an extra ten or fifteen seconds just to confirm it, just do it. 
Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you know stop the game after every damn snap, but a fourth and three that huge, could be questionable. That's that is, a huge right. momentum swing. That's okay. Take take an extra fifteen seconds or twenty seconds to say, hey guys, let's let's you know let's okay. if 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 your ass can run on the field right and bust up a play from the Chiefs right. Mm-hmm. If you, if exactly. You can, if you can stop, mm-hmm. a, if you can like, oh, oh no, you know what? No, no, stop. Let's stop this third down. Tweet, tweet. You know, again, why is it so selective when it's done? And that is my really big grievance. I'm not going to say the NFL is rigged. I know that was a trending hashtag, but that's born out of frustration, right? Not just from 49ers fans. I mean, obviously, Eagles fans are happy with the outcome. Sure, of course they are. So. It's not even really about that. It's just you end up with this sense that the officiating is too front and center for the game, right? And it's uneven. And so you don't necessarily have to say, well, I think the officiating is biased. They wanted this outcome. Some people will say that, and I I hear that. I don't agree with that per se, but what I do believe is that when it's poorly officiated or it does feel biased and you do have moments where you're like, what are you doing? Again, I come to, I come back, I circle back to one really critical thing, and it's like, if you're going to use this expedited review, why do you use it so selectively? And what is the criteria for when you're going to use it? Because it's not equitably applied here, because that play absolutely hosed the 49ers. Now, in the grand scheme, if the rest of the game was the same, it probably wouldn't have mattered. But that's not even, again, was that a catch? The answer is no. It wasn't even close. He trapped that, you know what I mean? Like, he trapped that ball on the ground. Fourth and three, huge moment, very aggressive move. Kudos to the Eagles for being that gutsy to do that. But it wasn't a catch, right? It That sets up, you know, that sets up uh, that Miles Sanders touchdown run. But again, just interject. Say, yo, well, hold on, let's just confirm this. Take, I mean, like, I, I don't know why. Who, who in their right mind would be like, Oh no! I can't believe the league overruled this catch when it's clearly it's clear he didn't catch it. I don't know. It went, when it was real time, I was going challenge it because I was watching yeah. Devonta, and you could tell sometimes when they're like, "Hurry up, hurry up!" Yeah. Like I would have been no, because that's a huge. I mean, that's what ball at midfield for Niners if they get if that gets overturned. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's and that, and that's the thing. It was a it was a momentum shifting play where. If it is if it is called correctly what it should have been, that could have been the catalyst for the 49ers to just really start taking over. And maybe that's the thing is is that that play is of such a mag, that's such a huge play early to get wrong, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. shifts it shifts at minimum at minimum it shifts field position, and and, 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 and obviously go- it takes a touchdown off the board. Well, yeah, and even if they even if they went three and out, you know, they're in a good spot to where if they punt it, they're going to pin them deep. Yeah, I mean that that that's at minimum that flips the field, at minimum. So you know, I guess we could we could play the old butterfly effect. Well, maybe you know, who knows? Maybe Purdy doesn't get hurt. This that blah 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 blah. The we thing, just need it, to go get the stones. Again, and... <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I I just think outside of Eagles fans who I guess can channel their Enter Dennis Leary, I suppose. Where's that song at? I haven't heard, <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. No, I've gotta go. <laughs> Where is it? We need, we need the right part. 
There we go. There you go. Also, also an time. asshole, whoever decided to run the Eagles green light on the Empire State Building. That's just weird. That's an epic ah, fail think, is what that is. I think that's why, honestly, I think that's why Mark's not here tonight. I think he just hasn't recovered <laughs> from, the, <laughs> from the Empire State Building. He has building. not physically recovered. No, he has not physically recovered. How, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in, I'm, I grew up in fucking New York. I'm embarrassed for my state pulling that dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, the the Twitter threads on that were glorious. People were like, you know, as a native New Yorker, f this. You know, I mean, like they're just like, no, they they were they were up in arms about it. And I mean, they had do you blame them? No, I mean they had planned it, but you know, in the moment, that just it does seem weird, doesn't it? Like, yeah. why is the Empire State Building what? The, wrong fucking team. Yeah, like, you know, if <laughs> you want if you want to do it for the Super Bowl, okay. I mean, again, they had planned that. It just in the moment, it just it just feels really. That just seems so bizarre, you know. And and somebody would just basically said, "Hey, do you think Philly would have done that for the Giants?" And the answer was no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. That's why they're egging Forty Niners no. fans. By the way, on, I like how they greased the polls. They did all this stuff in preparation for the Eagles, and it didn't matter. You still had all the rowdy stupidity going on. Just ridiculous. Rowdy stupidity? Yeah. Never. Did yeah. anyone eat poop this time? I'm sure. I'm sure there's a, a TikTok Eagles fan poop eating challenge somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't have any doubt. But, it, you know, again... I just it, it's one of those things the the sentiment with the 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 rigged and we understand that the NFL isn't actually rigged okay but that doesn't mean the NFL won't take advantage of certain things and what you really hate to see and really hate to feel is you're watching a game that's over officiated right and that the officiating becomes a central part of the story of the game instead of the players on the field that's frustrating now are there calls that need to be made that clearly there should have been? Yeah, of course there are. But when it feels inconsistent, when it when it smells, you know, when it, what do they say? Like walks like a duck, talks like a duck. I'll, when it feels when it looks like, like shit and smells like shit. Yeah, I mean, it just, you end up with salty fans of the game. Certainly, you know, the Bengals had some grievances, but they had their opportunities. The Bengals had opportunities, so you can complain about some of the calls, but the Bengals had opportunities, and they have to own Osai, and Lord knows that poor guy on the bench at the end of that game just heaving. Uh, he was so distraught. Uh, they have to own that, but that's a real, you know, when that dominates the headlines, to me, you're you're getting it wrong, right? And some of this would have been eliminated, you know, and maybe that. Look, maybe the Eagles still win. Who knows? Maybe Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. Who knows? We can, we, you know, we can speculate and butterfly affect it all you want, but that play was wrong, you know. And the expedited review in the biggest of moments on the biggest of stages should get those things right. And that's where I, that's where I really take issue with it. If you can do it, do it. I'm not asking them to stop every damn play. Oh, we need to make sure that you know is this off by six inches. No, but in a play of that magnitude, a fourth and three, that would that would completely flip the field. Come on, take a couple extra seconds. Again, kudos to the Eagles for being like, let's go. That's heads up. It's a smart play. They mm -hmm. did what they should have done. The Eagles did what they should have. What, the Eagles did the right thing for them. 
the league didn't do the right thing for us. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And that's where I think people have a real big grievance with that. I, I Again, for the life of me, I don't understand what the criteria is for the league to say, expedited review, we have it, but we're going to use it. Oh, nope, 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 not here. We're not going to do this here. No, 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 uh-uh, no, not here, not here. You know, there was a play in the in the Bengals-Chiefs game. There was a, uh, a throw um, to, I think it was Kadarius Toney, and he went up and he caught it, <coughs> and it, it would have been a touchdown catch, right? right? And as he was going down, you know, he has the same kind of thing going on where the ball's rolling around a little bit, doesn't complete the process of the catch going to the ground. Well, oh. they got that right. You know, wasn't a catch. Well, Smith wasn't a catch either. But they got that wrong. They got the call wrong. They got the moment wrong. Uh, and that just, obviously, you get further into that game. I think Brock Purdy was hurt on, what, the sixth offensive snap for the Niners? Yeah, their first drive. Yeah, I mean, that was that was tough. And I could swear, was it Ayuk that was open? Somebody was open. Yeah. Somebody was open. Yeah, because he was, uh, that's what he was looking for. And yeah. it's, because, you know, because his arm got hit the way it did, you know, obviously, it ended up being a fumble. But it's just, which was as crazy to think of as his first, like, you know, fumble in general, in terms of uh, just dropping back and getting hit, yeah. but it's, I don't know. It, it, see, it felt like when uh, when McCaffrey made that statement run and just mm-hmm. absolutely bowled over that entire defense that got to the, get in the end zone. That was an incredible run, by the way. And but right after that, all of a sudden, it, it's just like the fl- flag party started coming out after the Forty Anders made that statement. They weren't going away, and that that was kind of frustrating. I know a lot, just watching social media alone, uh, they were talking about a lot of those plays, like that one uh, pass interference call on Ward. They're like, maybe, you know, illegal contact, but that was not pass interference. They were just, you know, because he was still within five yards, and so that's why they were still fighting the entire way. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they were handsy, but it felt nitpicky. That, that particular yeah, call felt nitpicky. Especially since it was within, still they were within five yards, and once they got past it, he let go, and the dude just got the dude spun himself around, and that's what happened. And or it's just like uh, the roughing the punter when oh that I, was I, lame. When I and then when I saw Rich Eisen, he's like, you know what it looked like to me? A dude making a great play, getting held in the process, and being shoved, being blocked into the punter, and he's like, since when is that roughing the kicker? Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's it's like little things like that. And I'm just going, how do you you can't? It's one thing to overcome an injury to one of your best players who you know is a playmaker, difference maker. It's another to have to overcome that, the refs, and just you know the, the defense obviously got worn out because when you become one dimensional, it's not even a game anymore. Mm-hmm. No, uh, <clears throat> you know what? One of the things that I, I will say I find interesting, and we had a lot of this conversation about roughing the passer, right, during the regular season, and then you think of uh, some of the some of the hits that we've seen in the playoffs, and you go, oh, okay, so that's that's no longer roughing the passer, huh? Oh, uh, okay, you know. So again, it's the it's the uneven application of things, where you're just like, is this how you want to do this? And it, it's hard not to walk away. Again, if you're a fan of the Eagles, you're happy. If you're a fan of the Niners, you're not. If you're a fan of the Bengals, you're not. If you're a fan of the Chiefs, you are. You know what I mean? But outside of those fan bases, if you're just if your team's out 
and you're just trying to enjoy the playoffs for what they are. I don't know how you walk away from this past weekend going, man, the refs did a good job. And that's not to say that every call wasn't legit. Look, on that on that drive, the Eagles – I mean, look, the, the 49ers almost stopped them several times. That defense did a hell of a job, and, you know, the, the Eagles were aggressive about stuff, you know, going for the kill shot. They figured they could be or they had to be, whatever. They had their reasoning. But they had a fourth and one of their own 34. Gutsy. They went for that. And then you had the third and six. I think that's the ward penalty. And I, I thought that was a good defensive play. I thought personally, I thought it was a little ticky tacky. They did. They had another penalty in the second and ten. That was a legal use of the hands or hands of the face. That one was legit. Yeah. Um, then they had a second and nine where Hurts threw it away, and there was an illegal contact. I mean, it, it's just that drive was just like, what in the hell is going on, man? <laughs> like, what is happening? And uh, you know, at somebody, it may have been Todd sent us a message and was like, "Oh, this game's over." We're like, "No, no, it's a seven-seven tie. This is not over." And just, it just felt like a lot of things just were were going Philly's way. And you know, there's a lot of, and we've had this conversation as well, trying to figure out how good Philadelphia is. And you know, we've certainly run the gamut of some of these conversations. And so you walk this line and uh, of going, okay, you know, they beat the Giants' asses. They had a bye, which they earned the bye. They were the ones that they earned the bye. Right. Um, but how, how much have they been challenged in the playoffs? And it, it's hard to know the difference between they've been fortunate and the Giants sucked, right? Right. Or they were fortunate and the 49ers lost their starting quarterback, their backup quarterback, and, you know, they got one-dimensional. So they're fortunate for that. They're also good, but it, it's hard to – you know, what's the line between you're good and you're lucky, right, in, in this kind of scenario? They haven't been stressed like some of the other teams may have been, right? So, it, like, I, I don't want to discredit them. I don't want to say it's all smoke and mirrors. I don't believe that. I think that's a damn good football team, you know. They've done they've done a hell of a job building that roster – and that their run game has been incredible. Their defense has been—I mean—they've been sacking people all over the damn place. They've done a hell of a job. So they—they beat up the Giants because they're better than the Giants. They're good. Giants didn't play a good game, but they beat their ass because they're straight up better than the Giants. This game, if Purdy's healthy, I'm not saying the Eagles don't win, but that game is certainly a hell of a lot better than that. You know, so it's it's just tough. So like they're good, they've earned it, but that doesn't mean that their opponents, you know, haven't been flawed, and they didn't get some good breaks and some good bounces. Look, I'm a realist, man. You know, in a if you're gonna have if you're gonna win, you know, by the time you get to the playoffs, you need some good fortune, and the Eagles have had some good fortune. You know, period. That doesn't yes, that doesn't detract from the quality or caliber of their team, but they have been fortunate. It's okay. You you can have both, and they've gotten both. So it's I'm I'm a little stuck, right? Trying to figure out how good they are. We'll see how how we feel after the Super Bowl. But I don't know, man. It just <laughs> oh, and by the way, Boston Scott gets a touchdown. You know, against a team other than the Giants. It's crazy. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. You know, I hated I hated the rough and the kicker call. That one I didn't like. Some of the other ones, and, and we're getting deep into the weeds about arguing calls. Again, I, I just, 
I walk away from the weekend just not being happy with the officiating. And I, you know, it would have taken a, a near miracle for the 49ers to win that game. But that, that defense did a hell of a job after Purdy first went out and Johnson was in there. They did a hell of a job, man. But it, it's, you do, if you're a 49ers fan, obviously, Randy, you are, you do end up feeling like you're going against a team and you're going against the refs and you're going against injuries. And that's a lot. You can a lot of times you can hang on for a half or a quarter. It, it, when it starts to get away from you, it gets it can get rough in a hurry. Yeah, and that penalty party drive, the Johnson fumble, and then the Boston Scott touchdown, twenty one seven felt virtually insurmountable. And I mean, it ended up being insurmountable, but it just that was gross. That was gross. It's no wonder Trent Williams was out there royal rumbling, body slam. Was that Wallace? He's trying to bounce Wallace out the club. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I tell you what, man, I wouldn't be getting into a fight with Trent Williams. No. Nah. Did you see him? Hell no. See him grab that dude? It's just like, nope. Boop. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, is and what I think that one of the frustrating things is, is like they were talking, you know, all you hear is them doing, oh, what was Williams, you know, what was he doing? He was in the wrong, blah, blah, blah. What they didn't tell you is that the dude wasn't letting go of Debo's face mask. And he's yeah. like, I'm done with this shit. I'm mm-hmm. protecting my teammate. Yeah. And, well, they both got ejected. So they knew Wallace was in on some shenanigans. But, and then you saw the, all the offensive linemen on Twitter were just like, yeah, I, I'm a Trent Williams fan right now. He, you know, I support. This is a Trent Williams support tweet. This, you know, like they were all just like, "Yeah, that's what a lineman's supposed to do: go in there and defend his team." Yeah, I was kind of laughing because, like, after after he like threw that dude out the club and like things kind of calmed down, it was like him and and, and Domicong Sue were talking, and I'm just like, "Man, those are two bad dudes right there." And I was like, like, "I was like, go for it. I want to see what happens here." <laughs> Oh my god! No, I mean they were like chill talking. You know what I mean, like, though. Yeah, it's like I mean, I, I'd I, like to see what happens there. But I, I tell you, if you're if you're not a lineman, look, look, if you are a quarterback, a wide receiver, a tight end, like unless, unless you're like as big as Gronk or something, who was huge, like don't start none, won't be none. Like don't get oh. into that with Trent Williams, dude. He will body slam your ass. <laughs> like, mm. That was ridiculous. Uh, side note: um, the 49ers allowed seven first downs via penalty. That's tied for the most in a playoff game in NFL history. That's rough. The 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 2002 Raiders and the 1976 Raiders were the other teams that did that. So the Raiders were the culprit. No, whoa, <laughs> family present. Uh, yeah, kind of a mess there. So, I, I guess realistically, one of the things we have to look at this game, and whether it's fair or not, you know, contextually. One of the questions is, should the 49ers have been better better prepared to have somebody behind Purdy? I mean, J- Johnson looked pretty overwhelmed, but you'd think that given Purdy's... Look, I mean, look, he's drafted as Mr. Irrelevant, yeah? He ends up being Mr. Relevant in this run through to and through the playoffs up to this point, and then the Eagles hurt him, and you know he was gutted by this, and he ends up being relatively Mr. Irrelevant in the game because he can't throw. What did he have? Two screen passes when they put, brought him back in because they had no other options. Yeah, he couldn't throw the you ball know. ten yards. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just brutal. So it's it's easy to lob the criticism to say they should have been better prepared, and that's fair. But I, I I guess part of me wonders if they were hoping Garoppolo would have been ready by now. I was because everything pointed to him being ready for this game, and then they said at the beginning of the telecast like he wasn't ready, and I'm like. Yeah. Uh, I thought I heard differently. 
So, and, and, is that a reasonable criticism, Randy? That they should have had, they should have been better prepared behind Brock. Because again, you'd think in, in his particular scenario, they're giving that dude all the reps because he's he's a rook. He needs all the reps he can get anyway. See, here's the problem. Most of the time, injuries are are usually freak accidents. It's not like you know people are going out gunning unless you're you know, Greg Williams trying to get the saints going with, you know, <laughs> but, um, anyway, the high low, but you're not, I mean, if, I mean, yeah, we had two quarterbacks on the roster. Could we have had a third one ready? Maybe, but what the hell would that have that, been? I mean, exactly. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to be like, you, you know, you just, it's hard to really put that, put a determination on that. It's just one of those things where you have to really just be like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fluke nine times out of 10. That's not going to happen. It so now I do know that uh, Lynch and Shanahan are trying to spearhead the idea of the NFL allowing um, at least a roster spot that doesn't count against the roster spot for having like an emergency quarterback handy as a just in case something like this ever happens now, it, well there and there used to be the emergency third string quarterback mm. um and it's happened it ha- doesn't happen often you know i remember i vaguely remember one of them it was the the body bag game between the redskins and the eagles and uh of course they're involved in it those fuckers no i'm just kidding uh, ah. and, and Bri- brian mitchell was the quarterback man you running backs out there has to, has to be the quarterback for washington you don't see a ton of that, but yeah. What what's the what's the number of positions? Because I know they've changed it. I don't know what the active I, I, spots I th- are. Think, if memory serves me correctly, when I was reading the article, it's forty six. Forty six. Uh, I know they moved it up, but at, this is one of those things where I'm like, just make just increase the number of available positions. I mean, you're asking these. Play- you've you've tacked on an extra game. Number one, mm-hmm. right? It's a seventeen game schedule. So go ahead and fluff up the active roster. You know what I mean? The active positions on game day. I think that's a reasonable thing to do. What I ought to believe, this should be, they should get up to 49 active positions. This can be the 49er rule, Randy. And slot 49 is for the third for the third quarterback. Period. End of story. There you go. I mean, hell, MLB does it for their postseason. Yeah. Look, is it fluky? Is it weird? Yeah. Is it is it bad luck? It's, it's a lot of things rolled into one, man. It sucks. Uh, and the reality is you're pinning a lot on any kind of weirdo hope that some, you know, and really, you know, Purdy was your third string, so Johnson is essentially your fourth string. And so anybody beyond, you know, behind that, I mean, Lord knows what kind of reps they're probably doing. But, I mean, that being said, Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I mean, Hey, Steve Young tweeted that he was warming up in the parking lot. Yeah, so, I know. Steve, I mean, Steve could have brought him back. Steve Young, remember, retirement is death. So says Steve Young. Uh, I laughed at that one when I don't, was that actually from Steve Young, or was that one of those fake making fun I don't of stuff? Know. Accounts? I, I thought it was from him, but I could be wrong. Yeah, either way, it was pretty funny. It's um, on the internet. It's all true, bro. Yeah, it's all true. It's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet. It must be true. Yeah, that's how that works. So, you know, it, it's 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 tough. I mean, it, it's just a lot of ugly, a lot of fugly, a lot of bad breaks. I will say this, man. I, I'm trying to think of a team that has had worse quarterback luck. I don't mean from drafting people that suck, right? It's not that. There's plenty of teams that, that haven't been able to draft a good quarterback. Uh, 
But I mean, my God, has there been a team that has been as good as the 49ers that that just can't either keep a quarterback on field? I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy to me, right? And, and when Garoppolo first got there, he was he was lighting people on fire. And then what did he tear his ACL running out of bounds? Um, yeah, because because we were all because we were at um, where were we? Because I know we were watching. It was we, were, we went to watch games. It was the Niners Chiefs, and there was a cup. And it was a couple of games because we went out to one of the sports bars and yeah, and we, and we were watching the play. And it's like, why didn't he slide? <laughs> and he he tried to leg it, and he just planted his leg, and yeah, popped the ACL, and that was pretty much the rest of the season. That. But like the one season we had him for the entire season, that's when we, the year we went to the Super Bowl. So it's and what was the thing the other year? Was it a, was it a shoulder injury? Yeah, it was. You know, and they they got because they, that uh, they they beat the Packers and who did they lose to? L.A. Was it the Rams? Yeah, late and because Garoppolo had that shoulder problem. Or was it the shoulder? Maybe I misremember. It, it, it was his shoulder, and then he was like soldiering through it. It was just you know. Jaquiski Tart dropping that mm. easy interception that cost yeah, us the game. That's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. But it, like, oh, what yeah. team? What team that has has been as what you would expect? Like, if you just look, if Garoppolo just stays healthy, right, or whatever, you know, you look at that team and you go, "Well, that's a Super Bowl caliber team, right? High level defense, tons of skill position players, excellent wide receivers, good offensive line." Ready, ready made, right? And that was the thing, of course, with everybody before Brady announced his retirement. They're like, well, hey, man, maybe one more year in San Fran, bro. <laughs> but it, I, I can't think of a team that's had worse quarterback luck with injuries and shenanigans. A team that good, right? Yeah. That just can't keep them on field. It's bad you know breaks, what, bad luck, and, and bad injury. Like, Y'all should have signed Trent Dilfer, man. He would have taken you to the promised land. Uh, <laughs> He's flipping me off. <laughs> uh, I did. I did like that article. We had his ass one year, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, true. Jim drunk drunk on Miller might still be available somewhere. Jim drunk on yeah. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he's not bagging groceries somewhere, who knows? I mean, oh, yeah, that. that yeah, you know, it's just it's just that's a lot of tough breaks and uh, Kittle in the post game. What, what like how does it feel like to not have a quarterback? I mean, salty, salty. I, I don't know how you walk away from a game like that with the way it went, with the injuries, with the with the calls, and you know, I'm, I mean, that's Kittle, just, Kittle's quote. It's pretty shitty to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. It is. What a, what a, what a, a just a enormous letdown to the end of the season and talking about the injuries and the penalties again i don't think it detracts from what philadelphia did the eagles did a hell of a job you know they did a hell of a job kudos to them um and they've battled their own injuries over the course of the season and hurts is i don't think hurts is is still right um some of those he had some throws that just sailed on him you know and granted they didn't have to really lean on him uh, he had some. Good, I mean, he had some good throws. Please don't get me wrong, but he definitely had some throws where you're like, mm, mm, <laughs> not there, Ombre. So and they're banged up too. But uh, that was just that's a brutal way to go out, man. That is the just a brutal, brutal, brutal way to go out. Uh, Eagles two playoff wins, by the way. It's a total of sixty nine to fourteen. 
So Gronk approves one of those numbers anyway. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. I guess um, what's done is done. The season's over. But how do you get a read or a, just what do you do, man? Because realistically, Purdy's done for the year. You know, right? I mean, is, is it confirmed that he has to have Tommy John? I mean, that's all the speculation, all the rage. I mean, everybody thinks he's going to, but. I mean, I know he's still trying to, you know, find someone that's going to like probably agree and say, no, you don't need it. But obviously minimum six months, which means he, at least he would be in, ready for training camp. If he doesn't but, have surgery. But I don't know. Until they confirm exactly what he's got to do, you know, obviously – I would think at this point Garoppolo is ready to just go out and do his own thing. Oh, he's gone. Garoppolo's gone. So, so I figure we need we need to go and get <clears throat> at least a solid veteran backup for now. Um, doesn't obviously. I was like, ooh, Brady. I was like, well, now that he's retired. No. Um, oh but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's obviously he was in decline. He still had an arm, but certainly not mobile. Um, not as accurate. <laughs> no, he struggled. Yeah, some of that. I swear to you, I still think some of that was uh, that team has just really tailed off. They had one year post Arians, and then it's just it feels like it's just gone to hell. So some of it has to be on Leftwich, and has to you know, and some of the routes the wide receivers ran. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, so, like what on earth? So I'm sure some of it's Brady, his decline, natural decline, given his age or whatever, and what he is at this point, but. I don't know. Yeah, there was a part of me that was like, all right, that'd be kind of a nice, you know, end cap to the career, right? Go go to your, your home team. I mean, team. If, if he did, I mean. They would have just gotten him hurt. He knew. He knew. If he had gone to San Fran, he was going to get hurt. He knew it. <laughs> so I can't do it. I got to retire, man. San Francisco's going to injure me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, nope. They got some bad mojo somewhere over there, dude. Can't do it. Can't can't do it. I'm, I mean, the nice thing for the offense <laughs> is only one starter is a free agent. Everybody else is still signed. Yeah. Um, and that's right tackle Mike McGlitchy, and he's already expressed a desire to remain with the team. Um, obviously, and Jawan Jennings, who's the slot receiver, yeah. who's a free agent. But well, I mean, he's so offensively, offensively pretty intact because. You know, so that's that's a that's a bonus. Defense, I don't know, just because I know like Jimmy Ward's a free agent, and I'm sure there's some, and they gotta they gotta pay Bosa, especially now that he's probably he probably wins Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to pay Bosa. I mean, the offset to that is that Purdy obviously is cheap, and Lance is still cheap. Yeah. So it, you roll the dice and say, okay, you know, we're we're gonna see what shakes out with Lance. Uh, Garoppolo's gone. I don't know where he's gonna end up. Vegas maybe. And the salary cap the went up by what sixteen million or something. Yeah, it, it went, went up to two hundred twenty-four. Yeah, yeah so, so it it went up. Yeah, it, it did. It did. It did. So they can structure things and pay people to take advantage of the cheap quarterback contracts, but they they got a small window of time before they have to shit or get off the pot when it comes to Lance and Purdy. I think I would imagine most of us are of the sentiment that Purdy did it, did enough to earn the starting job. Well, he's going to be in the same position that Lance was, where Lance had the starting job. I don't know if he earned it, but he had the starting job. He lost it due to injury, 
and then Purdy did what he did, and he's he's going to lose it due to injury as well. I, I guess I would say for Purdy, I would hope that if they legitimately believes he believe he needs the surgery, uh, and it's justified, if you got to eat a year, eat a year. Get your because you know it's just throwing it's just throwing arm. So yeah, yeah, if right. you don't if you don't get that right, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're screwed. Then you're going to end up losing a year anyway, and who knows what kind of problems you have. So he should get the second or the third opinion, make as informed a decision as you can. It's not like he's making a ton of money being drafted where he was. And I'd like to see what I'd like to see him get another crack at it. I'm not sold on Lance, but yeah, they're going to have a tough time, dude. Because I, I think you're right in the extent that they've got a couple of people that they need to pay, and they're going to have to structure to take advantage of stuff. And I don't know, I mean, you don't want to be like, oh, Joe Flacco, cool, come on down. I wouldn't be excited about that one, per se. I mean, the Sex Panther moment was fun and all, but I think... <laughs> no, I think, well, what, I, what I thought was funny is the uh, the article you shared in the in the chat about, about going Kirk and getting Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I was like, really? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, here, I mean, look, that, that was funny. And on some level, here's the thing, man. Kirk Cousins would be good in San Francisco. He would be. He would be. He would be. He would be productive. Kirk Cousins is a, is a lot of things. We can make fun of him on, on certain stuff, but he he has been durable, right? Yeah, he's been durable. Uh, he, he's he's productive. He's not elite, but he's above. He's certainly above average, and he's not the reason that the Vikings lost. You know what I mean? And people remember the last play. But if the Vikings had any kind of defense, they win that game. Uh -huh. Their defense is terrible. So Kirk Cousins, who I think is going into the last year of his contract in Minnesota, and I want to say his cap hit isn't that bad. And I don't quite remember how old he is, but early 30s? I think so. We'd have to double check, but 32? Maybe 33? I mean, he should be right in that zone. He was probably he, – he probably stayed in – he probably had a lot of years in college, right? <laughs> So, well, I mean, he was a rookie, the genesis of this podcast. So, I mean, well, yeah, RG3 and, and Kirk D. Cousins, right? Yeah, so 22, 12, 23, so he was drafted. So, so 32, 33, yeah. you're right. So, well, I'd say at least 33. But so he has a decent window and he already has bling. He can wear the chain on the plane. So, <laughs> chain on the plane. Chain on the plane, man. That's Kirk, Kirk Cousins' mojo. That. I wouldn't, I wouldn't love the move, but I wouldn't hate the move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just think it would be tough because you'd probably have to. I would say, if you were going to trade for Cousins, you'd have to send Lance to Minnesota. And I think Lance grew up a Vikings fan, didn't he? Uh, I think you'd have to send Lance to Minnesota if you, you know what I mean, to do that. Yeah. Which is probably the more fair thing to Lance anyway. Um, but you'd have to ship Lance out. You would sit on Purdy, and you'd say, "Nope, you know, you're going to get this year. We're going to get you right. You bring in Cousins because he's going to have a couple of years. He should, yeah. um, and you go from there." So I wouldn't. Again, I wouldn't hate the move. I think that team is good enough that a guy like, I mean, if if Trent Dilfer can get a ring on a good team, God bless Kirk Cousins should be able to do okay with that <laughs> roster getting through. You'd think, and. I always remember Shanahan liking him. I don't know if that's how we truly. I mean, bar, that's barstool sports, man. Who knows? They they have all kind. They throw a lot of shit on the wall, man. Barstool sports. I, some of their articles make me laugh, and I have a good time with them. Uh, how credible they are is a different issue. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
But on the surface, Kirk Cousins would be interesting there. He would be. But you, you, they'd have to give up Lance. Have, I mean, at, at this to. point, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, if he and if he goes elsewhere and becomes a superstar that way, by all means. Um, I, I mean, I'm not. I was I was never sold on Lance even when we drafted him. I was like, he's raw. He needs a lot of time, a lot of reps. Uh, I think with Greasy there as the quarterbacks coach, I think in time he probably would have been fine. But yeah, maybe. But maybe. the way Pur- way but the way Purdy's been playing, it, that'd be I'd be hard pressed to think that Lance is just going to be handed the reins over after that. It's definitely Purdy's job to lose. Yeah, so. that's obviously contingent what happens with Purdy. But you'd you'd think so. But I mean, look again the the Forty Niners. That's a team that's built to win right now, and you you can't. You know, what's your typical turnaround time for a roster? Two to three years? So you have a relatively tight period. And they've done a lot of things right. It's just they've had a really, really bad run of quarterback luck with injuries. It's it's brutal. Again, I I don't I can't think of a team that's had a worse stretch with just quarterback injuries than the 49ers. Very true. I mean, and I, obviously I now with uh, losing Ryan's as the coordinator. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, good on him. He's mm-hmm. going to go be the head coach of the team. He's always wanted to head coach. That's his dream job, he says. So, you know, kudos to him for that. He definitely earned it. Well, um, well uh, he got he got that six-year contract. So, I guess they're I guess they're not going to Cully and Lovey Smith him out of there. No. I, no. He, the way he, the the energy he brings to a team, I think, I think Houston has a legit chance of starting to within the next couple seasons really start turning it around there with him there. Well, as long he, as he picks the right coaches right. to be there for with him. That's that's the culture hire, right? It's kind of like solid of the Jets. Uh, now they, you know, you know what I mean. Like they, yeah. That's an attitude and a culture change. They still got to figure out the quarterback, but. Um, and you got to draft well. You got to get a young young talent that that you know you can mold with your program and go. I'd like to believe that that's a great opportunity for D'Amico. That's a tough spot to go. But here's the thing: D'Amico was there. What was he drafted in the second round? Played there like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so he clearly has familiarity with the organization, with the ownership group. So he shouldn't get the shaft that Lovey Smith and and I mean Cully Cully got hosed. Let's be honest. Love, he was Lovey, put in a bad situation. Yeah. The word go. I mean, Lovey Smith was like f them picks, right? So <laughs> you know, I, I sort of get that. I sort of get that one. Um, that, uh, but I, I, yeah, D'Amico looks like a. He strikes me as a good dude, and it's nice to see somebody that's young, that you know, a player that's cut his teeth, worked his way up, and clearly did a great job with the 49ers defense. You got to be excited about him getting an opportunity. Now you look at it and you go, well, it's the Texans, so uh, kind of a dumpster fire. But well, I mean, I said I felt the same way with with Salah and the Jets, but mm-hmm. they're they're that team is starting to take on his personality, especially on defense. Yeah, and they just got to get shows. a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Got to get a quarterback. But hey, who knows? Maybe that's Garoppolo. Could mm-hmm. be. I mean, Salah knows him, so yeah. I guess right now it's finding it. It's finding a D coordinator. I know that Vic Fangio is touted his potential that, but then he signed that the official? Dolphins. yeah i was gonna say didn't that official that he that he's yeah in miami yeah but I, I know we interviewed steve wilkes which i'm not against because 
you saw how the players responded to him in Carolina when he got the chance to look, be the man, coach. Hey, yo, look, bro, the 49ers uh, defensive coordinator position is apparently the launching pad. So Seems like Steve it. Wilkes, go ahead, go there, do your 49ers bit, uh, and then go take over a team. It, I am curious who ends up in, in Arizona, though, and I swear to you, it, it, it does, whether it's fair or not, it seems like there's the uh, the, albatross, the Kyler Murray albatross is uh, is going to weigh that one down, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you need to be willing to put up with the head case he is, and not many coaches are willing to put up with that. I, it, it, it's it's going to be a tough spot, man. It's going to be a tough sell. A, a marginal team, he's going to be out. You're hamstrung by the contract. They're, I would imagine they're going to have to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you're losing JJ. I don't. I don't know, man. That's that's a tough. That's a hard sell, dude. <laughs> Arizona's a hard sell, man. You know, you know and obviously I, with Sean Payton going to be the Broncos' head coach, clearly uh, there's not very many opportunities no. left for anybody who wants to be a coach right now. No, I. I mean, look, I like the I like the the Broncos' hire of Payton. You know they're obviously paying a pretty steep price to get him, uh, and they're going to pay him a ton of money. But the look, DeWalton's got deep pockets, so they're not worried about that. But if there's anybody who can get Russell Wilson right, you'd, it's Sean Payton. You'd think, you'd think, but you know uh, 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 Wilson has to buy into that. But Wilson has to buy into it. I mean, he clearly stopped buying into some of the stuff with you know Pete Carroll and the Seahawks towards the end. So if this last season was a big fat slab of humble pie. Right, you'd like to think that the pairing of Peyton, if Russell Wilson legit has anything left in a tank, that Peyton will get it out of him. But well, he, Sean, Sean Peyton will put the fear of God into. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about how much he got out of Drew Brees for as long as he did ton, before Brees finally ton. just hit that hit that edge and just well, crashed. Yeah, I, you know, Brees got injured a lot. I mean, the, the the very last couple of years. I mean, wasn't he still playing with like nine broken ribs or something insane? Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, yeah, I mean, and Breeze also lost enough of his arm, just enough of his arm that it, you know, that was an issue. Uh, so we'll see. I, I'm curious that that move seems to have reasonable upside, although I think there's some merit in the argument that Peyton should have just waited out the Chargers job and gone there, but whatever. Uh, he's going to make a butt ton of money and you know, they had an extra first with the Bradley Chubb trade, so they, they had some flexibility. But they've really, they've ex- expended a lot of assets and a lot of resources trading for and signing Russell Wilson, and now trading for Sean Payton. So they've they've put a lot of eggs in that basket. Uh, yeah. We'll see what they can make of it. But yeah, Sean Payton, uh, Sean Pay, Sean Bacon, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I finally watched the um, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. By the way, I, I liked that. That was pretty fun. Where that they, was good. Where they abducted Kevin Bacon. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, Sean Bacon. <laughs> Making bacon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, anywho, I, I like I like the pairing. I don't know. It, that's still a tough division, depending on what the uh, Raiders do from their quarterback situation. I like all the chatter now about maybe it's uh, Rodgers reuniting with Devontae. Um, I'd be okay with that. But I, I think that could be fun. But that that's a tough division, man. You know the ascending Chargers, but Chargers still, Chargers still going to Charger. Charger going Charger. Charger going yeah. Charger. And the Chiefs. I mean, they hosted their fifth. If I remember correctly, they've hosted five consecutive AFC Championship games, which is a record. Yes. Not just yeah. going, not just it's not just going to them. Hosting. 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 
That's ridiculous. It amazes me that the Patriots didn't do it. Yeah, well, you also had Prom, you know, Manning and Roethlisberger, and, Roethlisberger and I, I, yeah, there was that. Uh, Baltimore was good at that. I mean, time. my God, yeah. So it, it again, there is one thing: hosting five in a row, though. Woo, that's that's a lot. That's impressive. Yeah. Chargers are a head coach away from uh, being legit. <laughs> I will say it, I'm intrigued by the Kellen Moore hire. Uh, I, I know he, he's going to catch a lot of flack, and obviously it's easy to pile on McCarthy, and the story is that McCarthy is going to be calling the plays. Um, you know, I, Matt and I talk a lot about about Dak and McCarthy, and we kind of chuckle about some things. But uh, part of that is just, you know, if if Dak is just at his ceiling for what he is. You know, I mean, he's a very good quarterback, but there's just a difference between being really good and being truly elite good, right? There's, there's only going to be a couple of guys that are 100% absolutely truly elite yeah. uh, at a given time, and Mahomes is one of them. <laughs> Mahomes is, in fact, I would say, See. yeah, for our generation, Mahomes is going to be the dude. I love Burrow. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of Herbert's. So, I mean, the AFC is very, very quarterback rich, but whew, Sean Payton's got his work cut out for him, and that's a tough division. So we'll see how that shakes out. I guess um, any other – well, I will say this. The Eagles, by the way, 78 sacks this season. That It does include the playoff. That's the third most in NFL history. They Dang. trail – again, they had 78. They have 78 so far this year. They trail the 84 Bears and the 85 Bears. 84 Bears wow. had 82 sacks. 85 Bears had 80. That's a pretty fucking elite company. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, the, that, that 85 Bears team. Hey, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Uh, side note, when it comes to the Eagles, and this is probably a little bit more of a Super Bowl preview-esque kind of statement. And again, we've we've spent a lot of time talking about the 49ers. Uh, Eagles game so there's there's because reasons but uh, teams that have have had a 21 point or larger win in the divisional this is both the divisional and the conference championship it has happened five times the Eagles are the fifth team right to do this that's rare 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 air you know the other teams Randy you ought to know you ought to know two of them well, obviously, the 49ers are one of them. They 89, are. 89 Niners. 88 and the 89 49ers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just mentioned one of them. Talking about the, the Bears. Bears. The 80, 85 Bears. 85 Bears. The other, ones, the other ones before our time. But it uh, makes sense. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, totally. Something like the 60s Packers and nah. 70 Steelers. 78. <laughs> okay. 78 Steelers. So, again, those are teams that have a 21-point or larger win in both the divisional and the conference championship. And what do, what do all those teams have in common? Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. So, that that's very, very, very uh, elite-level company and rarefied air. So, that, that trend, uh, you know, if you think Philly fans are obnoxious now, let them win another ring. <laughs> I mean, my God. So... Uh, Randy, any other kind of takeaways or statements or thoughts or whatever from that one? Uh, I mean, I, I definitely had uh, a major rant planned, but I, 
obviously I've cooled down a bit since I actually had that. I rant. would imagine so, had we recorded Sunday night, you would have been very festive. <laughs> um, festive is putting it kindly. Uh, <laughs> well, it would be one F word for another. <laughs> and, uh, you know, see you next Tuesday. Fuck, 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 fuck. You know, all that stuff. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean it's a hell of a season for the 49ers. Um it is it does it suck that it's that it ended? Yes. Yes. Um obviously um what we got out of Purdy after Garoppolo went down is a ple- very pleasant surprise. So cha- I mean most teams wouldn't even may- sniff the playoffs after something like that happening their starting quarterback and them relying on their 7th round quarterback to get him somewhere. So uh, I'll take it as a win. I'll take it as a bright spot for the future. Um, just got to, you know, make sure the talent st- sticks around. Um, I'm proud of what the team's accomplished, but I guess it's time to dust off my spot on that couch and sit down with you guys now. Yeah, th- thanks for joining us, Randy. I appreciate it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the words of Alex Speck, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> so you're telling me you are not rooting. Who the hell are you rooting for? Uh, oh my God, part, part, part of me just like fuck it I should just go to bed <laughs> <laughs> can this game just end in a tie <laughs> can they just turn the lights out again and just end it for everybody <laughs> can, can they just beat the ever living shit out of each other just so I can watch them all just be like <laughs> yeah it's your turn oh, um, it's it's I don't know unless it's unless anybody's doing something I'm probably just gonna be like I'll pay attention for podcast purposes, and that's probably about it. Oh, that's so <laughs> lame. Uh, yeah, we'll do something. Uh, McCollum's having, of course, he's a big Chiefs fan. He grew up in Kansas, uh, so he, he's uh, having a. You know, I've been talking with him, and he 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 kept inviting people over to watch playoff games. I'm like, dude, like I hear you, bro, but you know, I'm not bring, You know, you're inviting me, but not my kids. Like, I'm not going to show up with me and. Like the whole family to watch a playoff game at your house with a bunch of rowdies. You have fun, you know. Appreciate it, <laughs> appreciate it, dude. You know, I guess I could r- run over there by myself. But I mean, realistically, uh, we'll we'll have the games on here. I'm sure we'll have chili and some nuggets, and you yeah. know, if people want to hang out, we can hang out. Uh, and hopefully, it's a hopefully it's a good game. I, that that was that was fun last year doing all yeah. that, getting some. Uh, chick-fil-a and yeah some chili and of course you know nothing beats that bomb ass halftime show (laughs) 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 well you know if the game gets crazy uglier a bunch of people get hurt we might want to watch the puppy bowl instead you never know you know what they ought to bring back though you know what i'd like to see them bring back the bud bowl is the bud bowl can you bring the damn bud bowl back I, I don't know why as a kid I I mean I'm a kid I don't drink beer I don't know I don't know I mean I do now but as a kid I did not I don't know why I thought the Bud Bowl was so great you got bottles with little mini helmets oh it was awesome it was dumb it well, was it's, so well dumb. yeah but we're kids it's clearly that's kind of the appeal it's just like is that why they I, got rid of it I mean that's it's not like I grew up drinking Bud Light and Budweiser I mean I did have a phase it usually involved bowling alleys I, we all went through that phase. <laughs> Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I thought. I mean, it, it was. It was just something fun. It was something different. It was. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, anymore, like everything's better. So I'm sure somebody could design a better Bud Bowl now. Bring the Bud Bowl back! Come on, Budweiser. Bring it back. Do it. Do they it. could have like a secret play where they unveil a new beer, like or a new a, a new uh, brewery didn't, acquisition. Didn't they- didn't they do that though? Like a couple of different times, like they would like 
unveil like some sort of gigantic bottle or like like something brand new in that respect i'm sure they did some stuff like that i don't know I, i'm curious i don't know why i'm thinking about this do you guys remember crystal pepsi yes i do oh god yeah, yeah. That, that, that shit was god awful too i i don't remember what it tasted like <clears throat> I, so i couldn't tell you you're not missing anything no probably so not I, I, I well just like the blue pepsi i mean fuck there was a blue Pepsi. I do not remember a blue. Yes, Pepsi. it was. It was kind of like a blueberry Pepsi, and it was it was horrible oh, too. Yeah, that's uh, like yeah. legit blueberry. Ooh. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, Crystal Pepsi. I, I used to. I drank it enough, but like as I got older, I realized, man, it really wasn't that good, was it? Because yeah. <laughs> I know they tried to bring it back. Oh God. Was I wonder? Was that introduced in the Super Bowl commercial? I don't know. Been. Kind of curious. So, well, hey, if nothing else, maybe we'll get some good commercials. So, I, yeah, I'm thinking about doing Chick-fil-A nuggets again, although nobody nobody chipped in last year. Like, everybody, a bunch of people were like, yeah, we'll chip in. Ain't nobody chipped in. Uh, you bunch of pricks. So, I, I, don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll do the Chick-fil-A nuggets again. It's well, probably how you got, like, VIP status, though, right? Well, I, I do, I do. I spend enough money that I've got, like, the, the, like I earn, I'm at the highest tier. Of whatever the Chick Fil A rewards program is, yeah. I mean, my God, dude, I have a Chick Fil A blanket and a nugget pillow. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, the cow, the cow's going to personally come to the house and visit. The you. cow should personally come to my house and visit us. I think so. Then that if if, if the cow listens to the podcast, be like, Nah, man, we're revoking those points. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I, I do I do love some Chick-fil-A, man. Sarah always kind of gives me a hard time, but I'm just like, no. Oh, I know what the nugget is. It's not mystery meat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. It's not like McDonald's, man. McDonald's nuggets are crap. Oh, fuck. No thanks. Oh. I mean, if you get them hot and crispy, they're edible, but, you know, they're just like spongy things with breading on them. They're just not good. I haven't eaten McDonald's in almost a decade. Well, dude, if you feel least. like if, if you feel like having the dumps, man. No. Yeah. Although so, I mean, some things are okay. I'm just saying, like, if I'm gonna have a nugget, I want a Chick Fil A nugget, yeah. not a McDonald's nugget. I mean, in a, in a pinch, I'll get a chicken sandwich or something from McDonald's, but you know, if I'm going to McDonald's to get a sausage McGriddle, that's about it. Yeah. See, like that's usually if we're on the road. If I'm gonna have McDonald's, it's usually a breakfast biscuit. Mm -hmm. um, my only real grievance with them is I, I always end up being thirsty because they're salty as hell. That junk is salty, man. So yep. they're, they're not my first choice. Salt, salt, salt. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of honestly, Randy. I'm disappointed. I was hoping there was going to be a moment where you were all ragey McRagerson about this game and like <laughs> fucking Eagles. Bah! I mean, if you, if you, like I said, if you'd wanted that, if you a couple days ago, you probably would have gotten that out of it easily. So, I, so what you're telling me is that the next time. The 49ers eat bags of ass for whatever reason. We should call you immediately on Zoom yes. and talk about it and then save it as a segment and then play it back during the podcast. And just It's like, like do you remember saying this? No, I kind of blacked out. It's just, yeah. it was all the rage was coming out. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yes. Rage face. That, that might be Rage fun. face Randy. Yeah, rage face. I like that. I like that. You said... Balls. No, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, Rage Face Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I get down with that. I like that. Yes, sir. I like that. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. How would... Uh, well, you know what, Shannon? Here you go. Here you go. 
Rage, Rage Face Randy. <laughs> Bring him in, man. To a 49ers getting that ass beat by the officials from upstate New York, Rage Base Randy. Oh, I thought there was going to be more to that. I thought you were going <laughs> to. I thought you'd be like, Rage Face Randy. And he wouldn't like the Empire State Building up for anybody but his team. F them kids. F them kids. Hide your kids. Hide your kids, man. Hot potato, hot potato. No, I, I think New York need, definitely needs to get the fail horn for that that faux pas with the Empire State Building. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. What Who the faux pas? It? Who has time? Somebody, somebody was talking about. They were hoping that maybe there was like a uh, a building and monument fantasy football league, like right, you know what I mean? Like infrastructure, like significant infrastructure in the country. So you had like the Golden Gate bridge football fantasy football team and the empire state building and that they just lost like they lost and that was what they had to do is like penance <laughs> i just laughed i thought it was so hilarious can you imagine like you're the mount rushmore football squad <laughs> you know what i mean and you lose and so you have to do something ridiculous uh, i thought that was pretty funny you know i wonder if the but, person who lit up the um empire state building lost a bet yeah like a bad yeah. d step bet well Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would think so. I would think so. It feels like it. There's there's no way you could do that otherwise, right? Right. It just seems it just seems off. All right. Uh I'm gonna uh I think I'm gonna go grab a beer. We need to do a salute clock. We need to talk a little bit about this Bengals Bengals Chiefs game and then I guess we can make some whatever picks for the or two early picks for the Super Bowl and then we'll peace out. So sounds good to me. I think so. Cause uh, look, I got I got a little bit of I got a little bit in here, but I don't think this will last through a uh, game. It's a little late to be cracking a beer. Well, it's really not. It's only one. It's a little late to crack a beer. But you know what? You guys are worth it. I just want you to know that you're worth it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go pop the tops, and we'll do a salute clock, and then kind of run through run through that, man. Ooh. Plus, I have some fun sound bites. I, I didn't really have any fun sound bites from the 49ers Eagles game. Not really, and I'm Lord knows I'm not going to play Jalen Hurd singing "Fly Eagles Fly." Oh my <laughs> God, Terry Bradshaw! Don't ever ask him to do that again. Sweet baby Jesus, they should have thrown eggs at that dude trying to sing. Good God, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, man, <laughs> great, great dude, coaches. I mean, like you know, I like Jalen Hurts, but as a singer, no bueno, bro. Woof, get some auto tune or something, man. That was rough. Oh, anyway, just a wee bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. A lot of bit. All right. Uh, yeah. Quick pause. Come back with a fresh beverage. All right. So uh, had to stretch your legs for a couple minutes, but we are back. I am now joined by my cat. We'll see if this cat meows a whole bunch and tries to 
butt rub the mic. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> anyway, I think we need to uh, need a salute clock. So I am a couple of Jack and Mexicos in, and I went ahead and fired up, popped the top on an old El Segundo uh, Broken Skull IPA. I, I know that's my flavor du jour. Right? It feels like the past uh, couple of months, like salute clock. That's what I have every every single time. But that's all right, man. You know, I wasn't gonna roll with that mint Guinness. I can tell you that. <laughs> not on, <laughs> not not on podcast o'clock. Anyway, Shannon, what you got, bro? Dude, I'm rolling with the Hardywood Christmas pancakes tonight. Solid choice as always. Randy, what you got, brother? I myself am uh, rolling with the, the Hardywood gingerbread stout. Hey, y'all do love some Hardywood. How can you not? Hey, man. Hey, yo. Uh, who doesn't? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You know, and go, though Shannon did say he uh, had a very horrible beer experience during the uh, first segment. So, how'd you yeah. have a horrible beer experience? Yeah. Yeah, I had one that I'd been saving for like a couple oh. months, and I opened it up. There was no carbonation, and it was oh. just nasty. So, oh, that's I, a, that's such a letdown. Have you been saving it? Just a couple months, because I was like, I wait, I was waiting for the right day, and I was just yeah. like, I'll do it tonight, and nah. poured well, it, no carbonation, and the taste was just. It was a drain pour. What was it? It was because uh, ancient... it's, it's it's not a reflection of the beer because it just it just wasn't kept right. Yeah, it was a, no fault of yours. Answer Pub Banana French Toast or something. Yeah. So it's it just the banana and like French toast combination, and it just. It just didn't hold right, unfortunately. Next time, you know, you got to drink that one fresh. Yeah, it, all they had were cans, so I couldn't even get it from the tap. Oh. So maybe I have to get in earlier next time and try it from the tap. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. All right, so let's flip real quick. As far as uh, Chiefs and Bengals, we talked a little bit about this. Um, I, I will say, at least in this game, at, first of all, number one, uh, stop messing with the Rocky statue. You know, anybody, everybody, don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You've been warned by the Kelsey brothers on their podcast. <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't do it. it. It didn't work out for the Niners. It hadn't worked out for anybody that has messed with the with the Rocky statue in Philly. It just hasn't gone your way. Just don't do it. Anyway, that being said, Chiefs Bengals, you know, a lot of people were on Cincinnati. And you have to give a lot of kudos to... Uh, Mahomes and that Chiefs team because they rallied up like champs to get that done. You you know Mahomes wasn't right, and he did a hell of a job. Now I'm sure he was shot up with some pain. I don't know was it tore at all. I'm sure he was shot up with something for pain management. Uh, obviously the training staff did a commendable job, and he gave them a lot of gloss and a lot of love for uh, getting them right and getting them ready for that game. But I swear to you, man, Cincinnati. Y'all bumped your gums a lot. By the time you got the mayor out there dropping statements, a Houday proclamation, and you get this. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. Look, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing, bro? It's one thing to drop like a Burrow head blast, but they kept going at it. And then you had the, the mayor of Cincinnati dropping... They got to play us day. I mean, dude, y'all ticked them off. Y'all ticked them off, man. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit, and they were ready. 
They were ready. And look, that game could have gone either way. And I'm not going to lie, man. I, I absolutely 100% thought that game was headed to OT. I 100% thought that game was out of the overtime, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about some moments in that game. And, I look, I didn't like the officiating in this game either. But I, I will say Cincinnati had multiple opportunities. A couple of things that stand out. The Bengals' offensive line issues absolutely came home to roost in this game. Uh, they, they clearly survived Buffalo, but they did not survive the Chiefs. You know, Kansas City got the Burrow. They sacked him five times. He had two picks. He had a quarterback rating of 70. And look, I think Burrow's incredible. That wide receiving group is incredible, right? But this was a game about just grit and determination and and too much Cincinnati gum flapping, dude. Yeah. And uh, it just it just came to bite him, man. Fun fact, though, at most playoff receiving touchdowns, Jerry Rice has 22. And it's amazing – to think that well Gronk has 15 Kelsey's chilling right there with 15 as well dude and I don't have I don't know how many more years that dude has left in the tank I certainly wouldn't have expected anybody to even reasonably threaten Jerry Rice Kelsey's young enough dude you know you got a couple you got a couple more playoff runs in there man if his back can hold up if his back can hold up look Going into that game, you're thinking Mahomes has the bum ankle. They're talking about Kelsey having back spasms. He might not even play. Yeah, so much for that. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Again, that, that's some damn fine drugs they've been giving them yeah. players. <sighs> yeah, I mean, just bananas, man. Uh, Bengals, by the way, they had zero yards in the first quarter. Zero. Yeah, zero. Kansas City defense was fired up to go. Oh, dude, they, they were pissed. They were pissed. Uh, and the Chiefs. So you know what we were worried about last week with the offensive line issues. Mm-hmm. That 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 came to yeah yeah it 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 came it it came home to roost for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know the Chiefs were close in a couple of ones again in that first quarter that uh, Mahomes had that throw to Kadarius Tony the almost touchdown, but that one got correctly called as a non catch. So it's a it's a field goal. Um, and then the, the Chiefs, uh, you know, later on, they had a, a Pacheco touchdown that was wiped out by a hold. So they end up with another field goal. You know, I mean, they, they were they were bringing it, man. I will say it's a shame. Uh, a Burrow stroked off a couple of nice chunk plays to Boyd. Uh, I'm pretty sure he ended up leaving the game with a thigh injury. He did. And Hurst butterballed. You know, it was good defensive coverage, right? But Hurst had a nice opportunity, and that was a well-thrown ball. Uh, that's a one of those woulda, coulda, shoulda been touchdowns um, from Burrow, and you know the Bengals closed to six to three. And I, I'll say this, man, as, as somebody that that you know I follow the Packers pretty closely, I'm amazed. MVS felt like he was Rod Gardner 2.0. You know what I mean? Where he was fitty fitty on a lot of stuff. He'd give you a great game, then he'd give you a dud. Um, and he's been he's been productive, man. You know, you're looking at Kansas City, they're losing wide receivers, they got injury problems, and here comes MVS and Kelsey, and you had a whole bunch of uh, who, they drafted who kind of people after that, man. They lose Tony, uh, Juju's out, you know what I mean? It's just that that wide receiver room is a mess, right? Kelsey's banged up, Um, but MVS was on point, man. MVS was dominating that game. MVS was legit on point. And Mahomes had some throws that, even when he's healthy, were incredible. But to do that on the bum ankle, 
just ridiculous, man. It's legendary stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. And I know some people get tired of anytime you have a quarterback that plays at a high level, a team that is successful like that, you get tired of them. It's just, it's just the way that it goes. People got tired of the Patriots and Brady. Um, people are going to get tired of Mahomes. Although I will say, I, I feel like we haven't seen a peep out of Jackson Mahomes for a while. I'm waiting for that knucklehead to start TikTok yeah. dancing somewhere. That's, that's not a bad thing. The no. only time I've seen him was when uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad was lighting up the cigar and Jackson Holmes, like, I guess, hugged him or something yeah. up in the press box. They, they've been they, the, Jackson Mahomes has, has been pretty low-key. Which I think Patrick put the clamps on that. Which honestly is the right decision. Do mm-hmm. do that crap in the off season when it doesn't matter. But you know they had some plays that are just super clutch, man. In the second quarter, the Chiefs were out there. They had a fourth and one inside the twenty, and again an aggressive move. And Mahomes was just buying time before firing it off to Kelsey in the end zone uh, to put the Chiefs up thirteen to three. It just. They just they just had moments, man. They just had moments that were just really, really clutch and really, really big time. And they had several. And MVS had had a lot of those, man. You had that play in the third quarter. He had a catch on third and seven, and he went and he reached that ball out while yes. he was getting taken down. I mean, that was a gutsy play. Because, you know, if that goes wrong, I mean, that ball's out of there. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a fumble, yep. and you're the dummy. And that's just not what happened, man. And they they challenged the spot, and they, and they won that one. It was a gutsy move. It was a gutsy play. It paid off. And then you had what I think is just an incredible play out of Mahomes. It was a third and ten. And uh, this is when he, he ended up throwing at the MVS in the end zone, where he essentially kind of sat down to make the catch yes. uh, to put him up 20 to 13. But, you know, you want to talk about an off-platform, off-schedule pressure in his face, a bum ankle. It didn't matter. I mean, and Mahomes moving around and, and getting that ball the hell out of there to MVS was just an absolutely incredible play. But again, the Bengals had opportunity, man. Mahomes had that funky fumble where he got the snap and the ball just got away from him. And, you know, they had opportunities. They, and they did tie it up 20-20. They converted the fourth and six. And then uh, Burrow hit and chase. And then Piran plowed through on second and goal uh, to tie the game up. And it, they... Th- for all the grievances about the officiating, the Bengals had opportunities. Yes, they did. You know, they had opportunities. Uh, and I think the probably the point where I was like, uh-oh, was when it was the fourth quarter and Burrow fired that ball off to T. Higgins. And, man, if T. Higgins brought that in, I thought that was donezo. Uh, but the Chiefs, it was a great play by Cook. He tipped that ball, and the Chiefs ended up getting the interception. And I know the Bengals got the ball back again. Like, I I get that. But that play, I thought, was so enormously huge and clutch uh, in that moment for them to do that. I will say, you know, I I think back, one of my favorite receivers, man, Anquan Bolden. And you you know what Anquan Bolden did? That fucker fought for the ball. If that ball was around him, he was going to fight you for it. And I will say, you know, T. Higgins, man, that ball was there, dude. That ball was there, and it. I just. I would have liked to have seen Higgins fight for that ball, and you know that, that's a subjective kind of thing, right? And maybe that's nitpicky, but that was there, man. If nothing else, if nothing else, you got to break that up. <laughs> nothing else, man. If you're not going to bring it in, don't let them do that. Right. So it it is a is there a little bit of luck? Sure, but there's some skill. 
in defending it that way, tipping it up, and you know, bang, you know, Chiefs got a got a, a fortuitous tip, fortuitous bounce there for sure. But you know, again, the Bengals had several opportunities late, and uh, I just it felt like it was shaping up to be overtime, man. Um, the Bengals had the ball with under a minute, and uh, Burrow got sacked for the fifth time. Chris Jones got to him, and, and you know the Bengals punt, and you're like, okay, well this game's essentially done. And then Sky Moore has a a good punt return, gets him almost to midfield, and it, it for the life of me, it looked like the Bengals were going to keep him out of field goal range. Uh, it was like third and fourth, under 20 seconds left. They had no more timeouts, and. You know, gimpy ass Patrick Mahomes, man, bum ankle and all, dude. He he takes off. He cranks up the Jets' night gimpy ankle, and Osai, who's really played his ass off in that game, that dude played his ass off in that game. Yeah. And he's, you know, look, Mahomes is gonna get the first down, right? But I mean, the clock is there, there's not a lot of time left. They're not gonna have time to do much of anything other than kick a field goal. Uh, but Osai is just hustling and. You know, he hits him when he's out of bounds. And I look, in real time, they're moving. They're, they're hustling. They're running. That's fast. And it's boom, boom. And Mahomes absolutely got a Vladi Divac-approved flop on that on the touch. There is no doubt he sold the shit out of that. Yeah, he did. He did. He sold that, man. I was worried for a second that uh, uh, Asai, like, uh, actually legit hurt himself on that play out of bounds because his knee took an awkward oh, kind of dude. Move. I uh, thought he blew it out. Yeah, right? Like, totally. Uh, youth saved him on that one. Um, but it, you know, I, f- I feel bad for him. I mean, it, you know, he, he did a, a, a really, a, a lot of work in that game. And what, what a lot of people are just going to remember is that last play, but that's because it, it essentially is the dagger. That's it an is. extra 15 yards. I mean, they kick a 45 yard field goal to seal that win. And that penalty was the dagger in that moment. Cause I don't think they're making a 60 yard the, the longer field goal dude i don't i don't think that's that's happening man so um osai is is just a super distraught on the bench um just brutal but look man the last four bengals chiefs games were decided by exactly three points three points which is crazy which is crazy um uh, but that one of the things that goes to show you is that games between those team those two teams of this magnitude a mistake or two cost you and that mistake at the end was just brutal. Just brutal. Um, I feel bad for him. Um, he ended up, you know, he talked to the press. He, he took the question. Some of his teammates right around him. Of course, he had one teammate that, that did not. I think it was Pratt <laughs> that uh, was like, why are you touching the quarterback? I mean, just walking back to the locker room. Dude was pissed. And, and, and that's a real bitter way to go. I mean, that's a bitter-ass way to go out, dude. Uh, particularly if you've just. You've been cocky. You went in there expecting to win, and you know you didn't. You didn't. Well, you know, you you play your ass off for sixty minutes, and then you get just a dumb preseason penalty that costs you the, your season. It's yeah. like, come on, man. Now, you know, if if he had gotten gotten the Mahomes one step earlier, I don't know that they throw that. I. It's I'm, so close to the sideline, man. Like you just gotta let that. You, you gotta let it go, bro. As we always if ever, say, if ever there was a time in that particular moment, and again, it's a bang bang play. But yes, it, sir, let it go, you gotta let it go, bro. Let it go. Can't hold it back He's gone, man. He's already got the first down. That that moment's over. 
he's by the sideline. He's got to get out of bounds because they have no timeouts. None. And you hitting him in Kansas City with in everything Kansas on the City, line, bro. you, you mm-hmm. know he's going to get that call, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, come mm-hmm. on now. Come on, son. No, it, and yes, Justin, that was a bang bang play. It, <laughs> you can give yourself credit for that. Okay, I will. Yeah, did. And I know that we've brought this up multiple times in the first part, but on the very same play, basically the Chiefs get away with a hold as the defensive end is trying to come around the end and the dude pretty much hooks him in a headlock around kind of as he's coming around and it doesn't, and it doesn't get flagged for it. And and one of the things that I saw a lot of people talking about the rip move. And so some of those plays weren't called holding because of, of the rip move and they were explaining why, but it's, it's still tough, right? Well, it's it's just like, it's just like the, the tackles, technically a false start but they're like oh no it's an adjustment bullshit the dude's kicking his leg out well before the ball snapped that's a fucking false start dude dude i will say one of my favorite one of my favorite arguments uh it was about the um the rando third down where they got the do over and people were like uh you know i look but we already got the 17th game of the season so you know i guess we're testing out the fifth down too (laughs) (laughs) i saw that i'm like are you Fucking kidding me! What the hell? I couldn't dude. believe that. Like, and then, and then they're like, "Oh, well, the dude was running out of the field. Wave it. You're a fucking referee. You have a fucking whistle. Blow the whistle, you dumbass. Don't yeah. just wave your arms." I, I think that moment was dumb, man. It, there's a point where you just gotta let let the play run. Exactly. Like you know. he was so far away, and like none of the other referees were trying to stop the play. And it's like, uh, you, you, you're you a just, ref. You have a whistle. Blow the fucker. Blow yeah. the whistle. Uh, I, I, that one. That, that's one of those where you're out. like, seriously? Yeah. Like, it, he was so far away from the play, and I'm, I'm not even sure we even got a valid reason as to why they stopped play for or they got the. Uh, I'm uh, sure they explained it. Was appar- it valid? Uh, apparently, what had happened was it was an incomplete pass, the and they, they wound the clock when they shouldn't have. So. But be because the the crowd was so loud, and I and no, I put it in quotes because Kansas City had the ball. The home crowd is going to stay quiet when their offense has the ball, so don't give me that lame ass excuse. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's like we stop. We completely stopped the play before it actually happened. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You blow the whistle if that's the case. That and that's every time there's a play stoppage. What happens? They blow the whistle. That's well, how it, it works. Unless it's a Carolina Redskins game, then it, then the whistle's irrelevant. But very true. Shannon remembers that one. That's the ultimate I, I, rant. Trust, trust me, I remember <laughs> that's a rant, Randy. That was a rant. That was an I remember hour. it well that, because that was an hour of me bitching. I think. Yes, I remember it well just because Penny and I were we were a cut shot. We were watching that game and we saw that happen. I'm like. What the hell just happened? And Penny's like, I think Justin's at that game. I was like, Oh, he's got to be pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I was very mad. I was big mad, man. I was big mad. I was big mad. They blew that fucking whistle, man. I was so pissed. Yeah, blow the whistle, blow the whistle. All that should be audible. It's just it, it, again, that's. I don't know if that changes the ultimate outcome of the game. I don't know, 
Um, well, you, but you got to figure because of that, that do over, Kansas City gets the first down rather than punting the ball away yes. to Cincinnati. And I know people are like, well, they didn't score on that drive. That's not even the point, dude. It's clock and it's field position. Exactly. It's clock and field position. And the thing is, did they get that? Did they get that moment in that game right? The answer is no. You know, we can't. We don't know if that changes the outcome of the game, but it does change the moment. And does it feel like who does it feel like that moment benefited? The Chiefs. Does, yeah, oh, definitely. Chiefs. And it's those types of moments, unfortunately, that make people wonder if the NFL is fixed because of things yes. like that. It's just it's it's weird. Now look, uh, this is not to take any anything away from Hurts. Look, we've knob slobbed on Mahomes. I mean, he's fucking incredible, right? Uh, and we have a great storyline. Look, the Eagles were arguably the best team for the majority of the season. The, the Chiefs arguably have the best quarterback in the league. So it's a fascinating setup. We get a lot of stories. We get the Kelsey brothers. We get, you know, and a lot of people will spend a lot of time talking about the, you know, the first Super Bowl matchup between two black quarterbacks. It, you know, there's a lot of interesting storylines. So it, is it a good matchup? The answer is yes. Now, if you hate the Eagles and hate the Chiefs, this is a horrible matchup. I think Lindy said this was like the worst Super Bowl matchup, whatever. Well, I'm not, not going to disagree with him for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I think here's the thing. From what I understand, and I and I saw this on social media a lot, is like we got the Super Bowl that felt like the NFL was pushing for Correct. versus the Super Bowl that the you know the fans wanted Cincinnati and San Francisco. That's it. Seems that seems to be the consensus I saw on social media. Now I will say something <clears throat> I found interesting uh-huh. uh, last week leading up to these games. And it was kind of frustrating to me. Um, and I know I think I briefly mentioned it in the chat. So I, during the week, I tend to, I follow the NFL YouTube page. And because I like to see the types of clips that come out, because I can't watch Good Morning Football while I'm at work. That's, you know, that's just obviously not a good thing if I did that. But I can, you know, pay attention to clips and stuff here and there. That entire week, every single clip that was uploaded to the YouTube page was all about Kansas City and Philadelphia. There was nothing about San Francisco. There was nothing about Cincinnati. It was strictly about those. Two, it was strictly about those two teams the entire week. And I'm going. And I, here's the thing: I know on NFL Network on Good Morning Football, they have all. You know, they're talking about all four teams, not just the two. So whoever was controlling the social media aspect of it put the focus solely on those two teams that are just now in the Super Bowl. Coincidence? More than likely, but. Again, it just feeds into the yeah. machine of is it rigged? Which we we I mean we know it's not, but it's, it's just that it's, I you know it, it puts it, it casts that doubt in there. But there again, look, we've we've been around football long enough that there are just years and games and moments and storylines where you're like, really, 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 you know. <laughs> and, and I know that the the easy thing is to you know complain about the refs, or the easy thing was to you know there's just weird stuff that happens from time to time. And like the flake gates, one of the bizarrest things ever, <laughs> but and it really was, dude. What an yeah. idiotic sequence of events. But but here's they, the thing: all quarterbacks do something to their football. Uh, to whether yeah, it's, they do. Mean, <laughs> like I know, like Peyton, like Peyton, Eli, all these quarterbacks, they had a specific thing they wanted look, done with the football. Quarter, quarterbacks like to work their balls, bro. You yeah, said they do. <laughs> balls. Oh, what's in the box? A lot of defenders. 
<laughs> a little to the left, a little to the right, straight down the middle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you, you do. You, you don't want to feel like the officiating is so in the way, or it misses something so blatant. Like I, I I'll always think back to that Ram Saints game with perhaps the oh, most God. egregious missed call that I can. I mean, it's one of the worst missed calls ever. Not just in a game, but in a playoff, it was terrible. And it's weird that we had this weekend where uh, it was that Lakers-Celtics game and Tatum absolutely fouled LeBron. Absolutely, man. 100% fouled LeBron, dude. And it's a no-call to nothing. Like, nothing. And Pat Bev's out there, like, getting the camera from the photographer. That was one of the most well-earned technical fouls ever. Kudos to him. I'm not a Pat Bev fan, but I got to tell you, in that moment, that was one of the most well-earned technical fouls that's ever been given in the history of the NBA. Oh, it was well-earned, but technically didn't LeBron get away with a travel on that play? Eh, I mean, have you seen some of the Euro steps some of these dudes take? Look. Tatum. Oh, dude, it's it's more like a Euro trip. Yeah, not a it Euro is a Euro step. trip. Uh, <laughs> this isn't but, where I parked my car. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. Scotty doesn't know. Uh, but, but I mean, like, that, that was a foul. Now, granted, LeBron's, you know, tantrum, antics, you know, meltdown, whatever, was completely ridiculously demonstrative. Uh, he probably should have been teed up for that just by itself. But yeah, the, but, but they got hosed. But they got hosed. They got hosed. That was a terrible. That was a terrible non-call because it was abundantly clear. I mean, it was very clear. Anyway, but it, it's fitting that, of course, you have shenanigans with that uh, on this weekend. And it's just, hey, it, it's if just the NFL refs had been there, it would have been called. <laughs> no, they, they would have called. <laughs> they might have with a bunch of other shit that was phantom calls too. So. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. say my favorite meme from the weekend is the one of the official and Patrick Mahomes switching jerseys. Yeah. That was that was a great that was a great <laughs> one. That was I love that one. That was so funny, dude. That was so funny. All right, I tell you what, man. Um, the clock's gonna get away from us. So, uh, out of curiosity, uh, first of all, any kind of wrap up thoughts from Bengals and Chiefs? I'm looking forward to this rivalry for a long time. Oh, it feels like it. It feels like it's set up to be a great one. I mean, the AFC yeah. really has. In between Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, and then who knows? Maybe Trevor Rogers, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Maybe Rodgers ends up in in uh, the, with the Raiders. Who knows? I mean, the AFC is just just ridiculously stacked, loaded, ridiculously yeah. stacked with quarterbacks. It's just incredible, dude. Just an absolutely incredible. Uh, but and I know it's weird because we have that thing where, uh, and I shared it on the Brew Wall because you got with Brady retiring. I think it was six quarterbacks listed. It was Brady, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Rivers. And both Manning brothers. Both Manning brothers. And it was talking about the end of an era, and it really is. It It, truly is. I mean, it absolutely 100% is. As somebody mentioned Favre, but I'm like, nah, Favre was before them. He was pre-pre that era. Right, he was before that era. So uh, Favre, uh, Favre is more like kind of tail end Aikman, like I, I wouldn't Steve Young. Yeah, like I mean, Favre kind of crossed over, but I wouldn't put Favre in that same group because I think he was just—I think he was in the league long enough before them that that's—it's not the right era for him. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just although it's, it's it's always funny to me. You think of uh, Tom Brady's career and 
just look at it in video games from where it started to where it finished. It was just, it's just crazy. (laughs) It's just crazy. Pure insanity. It's, and like we said, we, we, we saw this past door cat. What are you doing? (laughs) This motherfucker. This motherfucker. Look, man, that motherfucker right there. Yeah. Oh, where's Arnold when I? <laughs> Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Here, Stop I'll... being such a pussy. Yeah, let me let this cat out. <laughs> I'll let you out. God bless cat. Here. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know if he. I'm assuming he didn't stop recording. So I figure, you know, it's interesting to look at what Brady did this year. It really is. Um, I I feel right. like. We, I think we finally saw Brady finally take that step where it, it's 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 the declines there. Um, it, it's time. It really is. Yeah. I think it's time. Granted, yes, he had to give that Giselle that one last middle finger, you know, playing this extra season. But <laughs> yeah, that that just I don't know that that rubbed me the wrong way. Like that, she's, I we don't know what goes behind right. doors. We don't know how that goes, but. I mean, if you're if you're looking at all those times at the Super Bowls and they the kids and her have been there every single time, like you owe them that much, dude, to just give yeah. back the top the same time they've been giving you. I agree. Yeah, I, that's you know, I, I, who knows what was going on, what else was going on behind the scenes, but it it definitely feels that you know he if if he had just pieced out a little bit earlier uh, maybe that would have played out differently but you don't really know i mean that's just speculative on our on our part but yeah there's, it is there's and, something and to be like, said for saying look man you've had a great run a great career they've been supportive and it was you know it was time to hang them up and peace out but look you know i joke around about that steve young comment that retirement is death i mean that that's been this guy's life for a long 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 time and he's arguably had three hall of fame careers rolled into one which yeah. is absolutely disgusting when you think about it and uh i know they had some stretches where they didn't have a ton you know although I, it's weird to say that right you go well they had some stretches they didn't win a super bowl and didn't have a ton of playoff success which is obnoxiously ridiculous because what what does he have 10 he went to 10 one seven which and is, there were four other AFC championship games in there he didn't win. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, and and I think it's so funny, man. People like crap on Philip Rivers. Look at what he look at what that dude had to deal with with most of his career. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger and Baltimore of all things. And Baltimore. Right? Yes. I mean, the Sex Panther, man, that run with the Sex Panther, bro. And for anybody that doesn't remember that or maybe you're as new to the sports brew, Joe Flacco that year when Baltimore, but he was just crushing everything in the playoffs. Joe Flacco was the effing Sex Panther, dude. Flacco Rainbow. Yeah, the Flacco Rainbow. Yeah, Butterfly. That, that was the Denver game where yeah. they hit the long touchdown pass at the end to force overtime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anywho, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. And I... I, I ended up, uh, Shannon, you had retweeted the thing, and then I made a, I retweeted it with a comment, and it's like, I need to see the year start and finish without him before I believe it. But uh, <laughs> it's it's weird. It's it's weird to finally say goodbye to him. 
Yeah, it's weird. Well, he he's got a nice juicy contract that Fox Sports went. Oh, I wasn't sure where you were going after that, but okay, that's true. He also it's a nice juicy uh, contract, right? Contract. contract. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he he's but... got a wet juicy model <laughs> IG Whoa. model. Oh, that was like a well. Whitfield level comment there, bro. So, I don't know, Matt. We try to, try to take it a step further. We all know. I'm this. not going anywhere else. I mean, we, we've seen. <laughs> Neither is he. Like... So that's also a Woodfield comment. But oh, no. <laughs> Todd, on, that was man. dedicated for you. Dedicated to you, bro. <laughs> that's terrible. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, you know what would be really weird? What's that? Is if if Andy Reid in Kansas City? Number kudos to you know Reid has done a hell of a job. Had a, a great run with Philadelphia. It got a little awkward at the end um, when he was trying to. I don't know. It's like he was doing mad scientist stuff with the coaching staff. He had weird stuff going on. So they weren't wrong to move on from him. But he obviously found a great fit. And then you pair him with Mahomes. It's just been deliciously productive, right? But you know Andy Reid. If if the Eagles beat Kansas City, all right, that means the Eagles will have won two different since moving on from Andy Reid. The Eagles will have won two different Super Bowls with two different coaches and two different starting quarterbacks. Well, hold on, both of those quarterbacks were both backups to Carson Wentz at one time. I mean, at this point in Carson Wentz's career, is anybody a backup to that fucker? No, they they rightfully took that job. I'm just laughing. Like both of them were backups to Carson yeah, Wentz. It is like, weird. And uh, Jalen Hurts has a chip on his shoulder, bro. Yeah, he does. Talking about Andy, Andy Reid may eat it. But. Yeah, he might. Talking about how uh, what did he say? Like probably no one in Philly wanted them to draft them. All that rigmarole, and then you have that weird stuff with what happened where they, where uh, people essentially think Peterson, you know, they were just tanking the end of the year against Washington. Which, oh, when he took him out in that fourth uh-huh, quarter. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, <laughs> and and Hertz was like this was was the source of the rift between Peterson and um, the Eagles front office. So, but anyway, if if the Eagles beat Reed, which would be wild, right? Reed will be one and three in the Super Bowl, and that's a t- that's a tough narrative. That's tough. a tough narrative, and the Eagles over the course of the season, the argument has been that you can run on the Eagles. Well. You know what I always think of with Andy Reid is a power running game, man, and just totally running game dominance. Because <laughs> you know that's what Andy Reid. That's does. what Andy Reid does. Well, I mean, let's be let's be Although, honest, but, Andy. Let, let's he he's lost to Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. and then he lost to Tom. He lost to Tom Brady twice. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, there's no shame. There's in really, that. I, honestly, there's no shame in it. It's just like Philip Rivers. You know, you can you can knock Rivers all you want, but look what he had to go through. I mean, look, there's a reason Patrick Ewing has no ring, right? It's Michael like, freaking Jordan. I know. Some, oh, I was watching this YouTube highlight package with uh with, uh, with I guess I got sucked into a YouTube rabbit hole with MJ for some reason, and uh, Patrick Ewing was talking about how Michael Jordan still just talks all this trash to him, and so it was this thing about. You know, back to the college days, and then to the pros, and then him dunking on them, and just like crapping on on Ewing. It was just funny, but you know, sometimes you're in an era where you just have a lot of you, you got Hall of Famers to go through, and Rivers had to go through 
you're talking you're talking about five other Hall of Famers in that year of of quarterbacks. That's a yeah. lot. That is that is not that is tough sledding, man. Very tough. Sledding. You know that's tough sledding. And look, I know we like to joke Chargers are going to Charger, but I mean Rivers had a nice career. I'm not saying he's first ballot, but I'm pretty damn sure Philip Rivers is going to get in the Hall of Fame. Now he's um, getting in. And uh, well, that's what is uh, also that was true with his wife. That's why he has all those kids. Um, Cromartie and Rivers, man, that's a law firm and you know a fertility clinic all rolled into one. I mean, and Nick Cannon's right there, and uh, oh Sean my god, Camp. Cannon, Cannon, Rivers, and Cromartie, or it's in like some order, law, yeah. yeah, that that's a powerhouse law firm right there for sure. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyway, let's um, let's call our shot. Are our, our too early to call, but we're gonna call them anyway as we wrap up. Uh, or at least initial initial impressions and uh, maybe calling some shots. Because we'll see. We should record next week, but who knows? Maybe the week gets away from us and we don't. So, um, Randy, uh, why don't you go first, bro? Well, obviously, I'm just hoping for both teams to kill each other. But if I have to, if I, if I have to pick a winner, um, I think I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to ride the hot hand. I, I think Philly wins. All right. Shannon, what you got, bro? So since I picked a 49ers Bengals Super Bowl, I'm on a roll here. Yeah, you are. Um, so I'm going to pick the Eagles. Damn, and cheer, man. And cheer, and cheer for the Chiefs. All right. Uh, my initial impression, and, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier, it's hard for me to, you know, the Eagles are weird to gauge because the Giants went suck buckets and the 49ers got, you know, I mean, lost their quarterback. So, it's it's hard to gauge what Philly is. I know they're good, but you know, pointing to the regular season isn't super helpful right now. But they have a, a hell of a defensive line. They have a hell of an offensive line. They have great wide receivers. Hertz has been, you know, MVP caliber, although I think Mahomes is probably gonna win the MVP. Um but my initial reaction was just watching those teams play. I got to take Philly out of the gate now. And that's not to disrespect the chiefs or Mahomes, who I think is incredible. I mean, Mahomes is going to have to be a magician. I just don't think they're going to get away with the mistakes and get the fortuitous calls. Um, and some of that stuff against Philadelphia, man. So it, it feels to me kind of like that Tampa, you know what I mean? Like that Brady Mahomes Super Bowl. And I'm not saying that's fair, but that's what I think about. So here's the deal, Justin. Mm -hmm. This is the leader in passing yards versus the number one pass defense. Mm -hmm. This will be the third time it's happened all time. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have this written down. But the other two times were Peyton Manning versus the Seahawks mm -hmm. and Rich Gannon versus the Buccaneers. That's a bad setup, bro. Number one defense won by an average of 30 one points you know if i i don't know one i mean that's a whooping now that that seahawks defense that year was some kind of special Bruh. i mean that was oh, yeah. all that was an all-time caliber defense i don't know that the eagles are there i will say this and i joked around with lindy he had a post talking about the eagles going after mahomes i tell you if there's anybody they could send on just a blow them up mission it's in Dom it's in Domike Sue, right? I mean, like, right? True story. <laughs> you know, I mean, he'll go out there and wreck them. 
if he gets ejected, I'd be like, whatever, bro. <laughs> and I should, maybe that's a real cavalier way to look at it. But I mean, Christ Almighty, you don't think that he would go out there and just level him? I do. I 100% think he would do that. So uh, it's going to be tough. I think the Chiefs are going to have their hand full, their hands full. Um, and I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I worry this is going to be one of those defense wins championships and the Chiefs exhausted a lot of energy getting past the Bengals. That was huge. I Look, I, I love the post game with uh, Frank Clark, with Travis Kelsey popping off. I mean, some of the, some of the moments are great. Here's, here's one from Frank Clark. They said they run the damn AFC. They lied. They said we wasn't going to whoop their ass. They lied. Cincinnati Bengals, who? Who that? Send their ass home. That's who they is. <laughs> that, that was great. That was great. I also love this one. Whoa! Burrow had my ass! Whoa! It's my home's house! <laughs> with with uh, Kelsey. And uh, perhaps one, one of the quintessential moments, man, in the postgame, uh, hoisting up that, uh, that trophy, man. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> the rock, the rock. Uh, I know, dude. On that. that was great, man. That was great. But there's a part of me that just wonders if that is, you know, so much went into that game, you know, and they've got the rivalry and it was like super, it was super important to beat Burrow, mm. you know, and what do they have in the tank? And, you know, Mahomes is incredible. We all know that. And here's the thing. The Mahomes magic is the real deal, right? And Mahomes is going to have to be just incredible. He's he's going to have to make those incredible throws and have those incredible moments. And he's absolutely capable of it. But I've been waiting for MVS to let him down. You know what I mean? Uh, based upon his history in Green Bay. No better time than the Super Bowl. No better. I've been waiting for MVS to just, you know, just butterball and and just not get it done. So, oh, I, I, what's that? What's that song from back in the day? Don't let me down. Uh, is a country song. Oh uh, well, I mean, I've got the I've got the other. Don't let me down, man. I've got the the classic, which is the one I always go to. I don't know about the one you're referencing, but I always think of. Uh, Fancy, don't let me I down. I always think of this one, man. Oh, that's Don't Bring Me Down. But... I love that song. I love that song. But uh, yeah, my initial reaction was like, man, Kansas City's going to have their hands full. Because I just, across the across the lines, across the board, man, Philly is, is legit. And they're going to be, mm-hmm. be bringing it. And I just think back to that, you know, the Bucks. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what I think about. And that's why, like, Panchero's going to be important in this game. Like, so when Washington Paolo ran Banchero? all – Yeah. Well, you got to run Pacheco? the ball. Pacheco? So when Washington ran the ball all over Philly and gave him that first L, uh-huh. that week was when they signed Sue. And I forget the other yes. guy they signed, but they were, like, two prominent defensive Correct. tackles. They did. That were out there. And they, they signed both of them that, that week. Like they, they knew. They addressed that situation right yes, off did. the bat because they were like, "We got a team that can win." And like ever since then, dude, they've just been rolling. Yeah. So I I just feel like the Chiefs are going to have to have magical moments to pull off this upset. They can absolutely. But Mahomes is absolutely that caliber, but it's hard just not mm-hmm. to be worried about their wide receiver group. 
I mean, Kelsey will get his. He always does. It feels like Isn't it. Isn't it amazing? And, and, like, you key in on him, and he always produces. I know. Well, you know, uh, Kelsey and Mahomes have great chemistry. It's kind of like um, the different, you know, different players, but you know, like that Gronk and Tom Brady connection was just, it was just special. And I think Kelsey and Mahomes are just, they have fantastic chemistry together. Fantastic chemistry together. And Kelsey's going to go down as, as one of the best tight ends ever by the time he hangs them up and pieces out. But the, they're, they're a special pair, man. They're a special pair. And, and I just I think, I think Kansas City has to be – just has to play an incredible game. And I, just, I just worry that the physicality of, of Philadelphia on both sides of the ball is just, just going to be a lot. And Kansas City is going to go as far as our offensive line can take them because that pass rush, you know, it'd be one thing if you'd be like, oh, getting five or six sacks in the game is fluky. But when you have over 70 sacks as a team for the entire season, 78, that's a lot. You know, you're talking, you know, when you're getting close to that bear, one of the Bears teams mm-hmm. from the eight mid 80s, that's, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it's rarefied air. And uh, hey, Kansas City, block us on Reddick, would you? Word of advice. Mold strategy. Pro tip. <laughs> it's an old strategy. Oh my god. Ah, Hassan Reddick over there. Do I look like I give a fuck? Dilly Gaff. Ah, stick a tight end on him. Why not? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You'd be having a 37-year-old Chad Henney or whoever at yeah. yeah, right? Oh my god. Oh Lord knows Steve DeBerg would be in the parking lot. Man, I'm warming up, y'all. <laughs> 84-year-old. There's Steve there's Burr. a callback for you. Joe Montana. I'm warming up, y'all. Bring me in. <laughs> Let's bring just, in the water boy. Yeah, I'm just kidding. So my, my initial lean is Philadelphia, but it, I just I just think a lot of that is physicality and uh, defensive strength. I just, you know, it, it, that was my initial reaction. Um, but, it, you know, Kansas City can win, but I, I, just, I, I just think Mahomes is going to be incredible, and they're going to – to me, they got to be able to run the ball, and we've seen some flashes out of um, Pacheco, and I just they're gonna have to do it. And yeah, Randy, you're right, man. That line's gonna have to hold up. So, and you know, maybe Chris Jones and uh, who knows, maybe that defense can get on, you know, get some hats on Jalen Hurts. And again, I didn't love some of his throws. I mean, his shoulder is not right. No, so no, his shoulder is not right. Issue. So, but I mean, the Eagles clearly. In between Sanders and Gainwell and Boston Scott and, you know, I mean, hell, Hurts running. I mean, they, they can do a lot of things. They can do a ton of stuff. I mean, the, the, the Chiefs defense is not some bunch of bums, right? right. So, uh, you know, it, it sets up to be a good Super Bowl. I hope that it is. Maybe it's a high-scoring wild ride. I don't know. I'm worried about Hurts with his shoulder, but – it does feel like Philadelphia is just across the board more complete, and that that pass defense, man, they they're gonna bring it, dude. That's they're gonna bring course. it. But Mahomes is is just he's so next level. Even a limited hurt Mahomes is just incredible. So maybe that's enough to will out a victory. But my my initial lean is Philadelphia. He just needs to protect that ankle. Um, cause it, I don't care how much 
work they've done on it, it's still not going to be a hundred percent and a one solid no. knock on it. And that he's pretty much back to what he was against Jacksonville. Well, again, I, I look, Philadelphia has enough bodies in that D line. They can send some goons out. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but if you can, Dominican Sue, there's your number one goon yeah, right there. If, if you can knock him out, wouldn't you rather have Henny in there? I would just saying, so, who knows? Maybe Andy Reid will surprise us, and they're going to run the shit out of the ball. Boy, wouldn't that be wild? Oh, my God. Bring in the fullback, baby. Fullback down. Yeah, there it is. Anyway, well, look, man, uh, have a great weekend. We'll see if we rally up uh, over the course of next week. Maybe we'll squeeze in a mini brew or, or something. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but as always, keywords of sports and brew, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, a whole bunch of other services. If you like beer, you like sports, and you like putting up with our stupidity, and come hang out with us. Go ahead and stream that stuff. But uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, I'm not so concerned. I watched some of the Pro Bowl stuff earlier tonight. I'm just like, uh, whatever. Uh, not not going to sweat that one. Not when gonna... we were younger, it was fun. Now it's just like, whatever. That's just garbage. Absolutely. Gar- I'm glad they're having a good time hanging out and throwing it like quarterback skill competition challenges. But it's, I don't know, man. That maybe the Pro Bowl wasn't necessary to begin with. I have no idea. Whatever. But I'm not worried about that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see if we catch up next week. And hopefully it's a good Super Bowl. Hopefully it's a, a super fun Super Bowl. But, yeah, we'll have stuff, some stuff over here. So if y'all are bored and don't have anything else to do, come over and hang out. And if the game sucks, we'll play Can Jam and drink. There you go. And eat nuggets. <laughs> so it'll work itself out one way or the other. And make fun of Whitfield. So it'll it'll just be perfect. And maybe, you know, Todd can stop by and give Shannon his, you know, courtesy somewhere along the line. (laughs) (laughs) Saying. Well, that took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's that's what a Todd reach around will do. It it will will take a turn. It does take a turn. I love love how he texts. like, how did that even start? <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> I mean, alcohol. Yes, alcohol. alcohol. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Anyway, but uh, all right, cool. Well, let's get out of here. Uh, we're all obviously all feel, feeling uh, Philadelphia, which is just weird. But I guess the Empire State Building approves this message, so we'll see if it gets lit up green again. God, weird. Now, look, I love the color green, man. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. <laughs> they're going to have to grease a lot of poles in Philadelphia. <laughs> Keep the horses in the barn. Say, that's what she said. <laughs> Poker in the front, liquor in the rear. Grease those poles in Philly. and <laughs> Keep the horses in the barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good uh, luck with that. Oh, MacGuffin. Salute, friend. just saying man mofos be eating horse shit so come on now come on man bunch of dumbasses yeah I saw the sign and y'all eating horse shit is a bad one gross Mm. Mm. anyway alright let's get out of here from all of us all of you have a great weekend we have the sports brew thanks for putting up with the crap and we'll maybe catch you next week but certainly after the Super Bowl we'll see but until then, friends, as we like to say, good night now. 
Oh, I can't, I can't believe we didn't get to any of the stupid stories, but it's 2 o'clock, so we'll save those for maybe recording next week. <laughs> that Which works. means the only thing we need is, Dur is Dirk. Oh, my God! Oh! Shut it down! Let's go home! <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Go get some rest, man. All right. Night. Later, friends. All right. See ya. Good night. See ya.